0: Welcome to SalesWitch, where mindset is magic. I'm your host, Kristen Harrison. Let's get started. Hello, friends. I wanted to give you another practical exercise, something that I have done at different times in many, many different scenarios that I actually learned from the Dalai Lama, 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 and uh, of course, I didn't have, you know, a, a meeting with him or, you know, sit in his, uh, in council, but I, I've read books by the Dalai Lama, and in one of his books uh, that was very, his, his writing is very uh, accessible, I learned first the meditation of loving kindness, You may have heard of this meditation of loving kindness, but let me tell you why you as a person who is trying to have a career and trying to have a great life needs the meditation of loving kindness. I'm going to cuss, so turn this down if you're listening with the kids. You shouldn't be listening with the kids anyway, but listen, people can suck sometimes. People can be complete. Asshole sometimes. And it can really drive you nuts if you have to deal with a lot of people. Like, if you have to talk to a lot of people that you don't even like or you don't think you like, you've got to find a way, find some kind of way to keep your sanity and to genuinely care because you can't fake being genuine. It's like I've really tried and it's impossible. You you just got to be genuinely caring. So, what I want to give you is this technology as a meditation. Now let's think about what a meditation is. A meditation is really, and I call it a technology. I keep, I refer to these things as technologies instead of techniques. And the reason why is because um, if we think about technology as a series of reproducible steps, steps that if you do it, if I do it, whoever does it, then we will have a result. We follow the steps, Um, and we get a result. And in following those steps, then that is considered a tool. That is a technology. And so meditation is a kind of technology that allows us to take a state of mind at one place and go to the other. Now, here's the thing. Um, At some point, I may record guided meditations for y'all with like floaty, you know, I talk about my floaty ting-tong music mix, floaty ting-tong music, uh, some chimes, you know, um, that might happen. But I think practically speaking, what I want to give you are the steps for you to follow in your thinking so that at some moment when you're driving or you're in the shower or you're finally quiet for the night, you have just a quick moment to yourself I want you to follow these steps and work with it and see what happens for you. So um, the idea of loving kindness is that that's behind it, at least in the Buddhist perspective. And uh, the reason why I find a lot of value in Buddhist teachings is because, first of all, you don't have to believe anything. You don't have it's just it's just here's some perspectives, you know, do what you like. Um, But they really butt up against and coincide with a lot of the study of quantum physics. Now, that's a deep dive conversation, the interrelationship between quantum physics and Buddhism. But the takeaway that you need to know is that what you think and what you feel and what your energy is, has a great effect on your reality, on your real life. Now, in Buddhist terms, we imagine and we may believe that in multi-dimensional realities, we are all versions of the same person. You are me, and we are she, and he is me, and we are all together. Um, we can go to that route. We can believe that if we want to, but we don't need to, in order to have this loving kindness meditation be actually effective. So, here's what I want you to do. Okay, when you get to the moment where you're actually like, "Wow, things are quiet. I'm I'm taking my walk. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that thing that Kristen told me to think about." Here's what you do. First thing you do. You should take a deep breath and you clear your mind. Now, the way you clear your mind is, the way I clear my mind, is you imagine that in your mind, it is the sky. And all that is in the sky is the blue sky. And as soon as you have a thought or something comes into your mind, you don't react to it. You just say, "Eh," thinking and kind of push it away. That's a whole skill in itself, but what you wanna start off with is just an open mind. Then what I want you to do is think about somebody that you love. Like, and I'm not talking about like lust after love. I'm talking about like super love. It could be your grandmother. Um, for, For many people, it's their mom. It could be your child. It could be your husband. It could be the Dalai Lama it could be the Pope, who knows? But someone that you, when you think of them, your heart just starts to get so warm and fuzzy and well up that you may not even think about them on a day-to-day basis because it almost makes you scared how much you love them, right? So I want you to think about that person and I want you to imagine them and then I want you to imagine that that warm and fuzzy feeling, that, that heart, that warmth in your heart, that you're feeling towards that person, that you're visualizing, it, sending a like maybe like a pinkish kind of peachy ray of love to them. That you're sending them your love. Now, some people have um, a, a condition where they can't actually visualize, and so if you can't actually visualize, then just say to yourself. I am sending love to this person who I adore. Now, the next thing is once you vibed on that for a minute and just thought about this person you love, imagine that all of the warm and fuzzies come back into your heart and then imagine somebody that pisses you off, that you would say that, I mean, we don't want to say we hate anybody, but somebody that really burns your buttons. You know, I think a lot of us have a few people in mind these days that we burn our buttons. I want you to think about that person and imagine them. And what I want you to do is then take them down in age. Take them down to about five years old. That makes it any easier. And then I want you to take your warm and fuzzies, that you just sent to the person you love and send the love to the person you hate. And then if you can, in your imagination, allow the person to age to the point they are now and know that you're loving them. You're sending them love from their youngest state to their oldest state. Now I want you to let that thought go. And I want you to imagine again the uh, the person that you loved originally. We're going back to that to kind of prime the pump, right? Imagine the person that you love, your heart wells up for. And now imagine yourself. Imagine that you are on the other end of that heartbeam and you send love to yourself. And imagine that you take yourself down to about five years old and you send love to that five-year-old and then let yourself age to the moment you are now and send love. And then when you've experienced that, Then imagine all of that love coming in your heart, resting in your body, that just that feeling of warmth and warm and fuzzy nummies, and then let it go. Now, when you go through these steps, I'll be interested to hear what your, you know, your, your experiences are. Um, Some people that have done this with me have had a really hard time sending love to themselves. Um, I don't know if you've ever done that thing where you have to look in your mirror and that and say, I love you to yourself. And that's like super hard sometimes. But the reason why this technology is so important for people who are in sales are a couple of things, okay? So the first thing is that when you have somebody in that you're having to interact with, that you don't really like that you, or you know, a customer that's been a jerk to you, or whatever it is, or manager or boss, whatever. If you want to be able to keep your peace, then this meditation allows you to take that person and send that person love as you would love the person that you love the most. You don't have to feel that way all the time. And I'm not saying excuse toxic behavior or stay in bad situations or not have boundaries. That's a whole other conversation. But what I am saying is that it can be very helpful to imagine someone who's difficult as a person who is five years old, who is lovable. And even just that knowledge can inform the way that you talk to them. Sales is one of those professions where you have to deal with everybody. You have to talk to all different kinds of people. And one of the reasons why some people don't like sales is because just because of that, you don't, you have to talk to a lot of weirdos. i been saying it, they're weirdos sometimes. I've got, I had somebody who told me that he was the actual Ronald McDonald, that he, he was Ronald McDonald and that he was in a longstanding lawsuit with McDonald's organization because they had used his name and his, and his likeness. Um, but he, that the actual, and and I, I, I was, I listened for a really long time to his, his, his whole story because It was so fabricated and completely out there that I just, I thought, wow, this is, this is, you can't even make this up. Um, This is like a movie, you know? Um, Anyway, they're weirdos. They're bad people. They're meanies. And in order to remain grounded and grounded in your compassion and peace as a person who works in sales, I think it's critical. It's absolutely critical that you imagine that person as someone that you love um, again, not all the time. You don't have to do it every minute, and you know, oh, you know, be be overly, uh, you know, obsequious or you know, kissing their booty or whatever. Um, but it can also help when, if you do this meditation really fast, like if you do it in um, just in in miniature, you just imagine, hey, you get that feeling of love. You imagine that you're, you know, that that you know, you're sending love to somebody then you bring up the image of a prospect and you imagine that you're sending them love. And then that in that just miniature mindset is a great way to cold call. Uh, if you cold call, and, and cold calling for folks who are new to sales is where you just pick up the phone and you call on somebody that has never heard from you before. Um, they may have some familiarity with your company, but you're just picking up the phone and without any invitation, you're giving them a phone call and talking about to talk to them about something, about trying to get them to tell you their pro- their problems, right? Um, a great way to begin a, a, a cold call as you're dialing is to imagine the person, okay, John Mulaney, John Mulaney, my new best friend, John Mulaney, I'm sending you some love. I'm taking a smile. I'm smiling on my face. And then, as I go through and i'm 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 doing my my call i'm 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 doing my script or I'm having the conversation, the way that I speak to John Mullaney is gonna be with so much more peace and compassion, and it's gonna come through in a way in my tone that doesn't come through um with without that belief now, um, there are lots of other things to think about and lots of other technologies to learn. But I wanted to give you that. I want to give you the loving kindness meditation and see how it works for you. Uh, Please, you know, go through the technology, the steps of it, and I'll remind you one more time uh, what those steps are so you can do it on your own. So first, you're clearing your mind. You're imagining someone that you love. And then you're sending, you're feeling the love. You're sending, you're imagining sending the love to the person You then allow the the feeling of love and warmth to come back to you. You imagine someone you hate or you think you hate and you send them love. If it's easier to send them love by taking them down to five years old, you imagine them as a five-year-old and you send them love. And then you imagine them as an adult again, knowing that the five-year-old is still in there and you keep sending love. And then you return that loving warmth back to yourself, and then you imagine yourself, and you send love to yourself. You imagine, you know, like a mirror image of yourself. You're sending the love. If you have a hard time with it, imagine yourself as a tiny little person, five years old, send love to your small self, and then allow yourself to imagine yourself as you are right now, and you are perfectly lovable. Final thought, this is also a great meditation. When you've had a shitty day, like when you feel like, oh my gosh, like what the hell? I have had so much rejection. I have had, I can't get over this. So This is going on. I got this bad thought. I got this bad thought. Well, here's, here is the technology to bring it back to yourself, to show yourself love and the real basis of self-care that no matter if you got a sale today, you didn't get a sale today, you were effective, you were not effective, whatever is going on, that you love yourself completely just as you love the most important person that's outside of you. You love yourself in the same way that you love um, other people. So uh, that's all I got for you right now. And uh, I hope I'll hear from you in your comments and tell me how this goes for you and see if it helps. Until we meet again, take care. Thank you so much for listening to SalesWitch, the podcast. If you would, pretty, pretty please, would you go over to iTunes and write just a wee review, something that's positive, that this, this is changing your life, it's giving you new hope, or you could just say it's nice and good. Who cares? But I would really appreciate any kind words you could put there. And if you can, uh, you think of somebody who might find uh, this content really useful and inspirational, please send it to them. We really appreciate your community and your involvement. Thanks so much.